This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Welcome to Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. And I'm Alana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. We are your hosts for Downtown Lowdown. This is another special COVID-19 episode, and we are recording this episode using Zoom as we are all working remotely from our homes during this pandemic. So we apologize in advance again for any issues of sound quality. We're going to start this episode with Paul McKinnon, CEO of Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Paul is going to tell us the progress of the Nova Scotia Business and Employee Economic Council that was formed in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. DHBC is an active member of this Economic Council. Plus, Paul will give us some updates on provincial and federal relief programs. We'll also talk about what's going on with businesses in downtown Halifax now that Nova Scotia has declared a state of emergency. And we'll finish with a list of what downtown Halifax businesses are open and what's open online. And this episode is being recorded on Monday, March 23rd. So keep that in mind while listening. The situation has been changing so fast and continues to change so quickly. And you can keep up to date by visiting downtownhalifax.ca slash COVID-19 or visit novascotia.ca slash coronavirus. So we're going to start with Paul. Uh, so Paul, thanks for joining us. Tell us what you know and the progress of the group that you were working with. Sure. So I guess it was last week. It seemed like uh, longer ago. Uh, that uh, a group was put together initially to bring together different organizations within Halifax, really to start looking at the economic recovery programs uh, that would be needed for multiple levels of government. And so the calls are spearheaded by the Halifax Chamber of Commerce. Uh, and there's a number of groups that are involved. Uh, we are one of them, Downtown Halifax Business Commission, and we are representing uh, really all the business commissions uh, at this point across Nova Scotia as the group has expanded to be Nova Scotia-wide. Essentially, what the group is meant to do is allow organizations to talk directly to government uh, about you know, ideas and needs uh, that the business community and the employment community are bringing forward uh, in terms of government programs that could help either alleviate, um, you know, obviously extreme conditions right now uh, and start planning for longer term economic recovery. Uh, because we know that you know now and in the future, businesses are being severely impacted and it is really going to take uh, an unprecedented government efforts um, to sustain businesses during this time. Yeah, so we sent out a, a, a link to um, a survey to our members that came from the Chamber of Commerce just to find out what are the main issues that um, the businesses are dealing with now. So can you give us some of the highlights of that? Absolutely. One of the challenges, of course, is that you know different issues – kind of belong with different levels of government. So again, that's one of the important uh, aspects of having representatives from all all three levels of government uh, on these calls is that uh, in some cases we need to, to kind of break down some of these artificial barriers and ensure that, that the appropriate levels of government are working together and addressing those different issues that they have. So there's a number of different ones. Obviously, businesses are concerned about their employees. A number of businesses are, are having to shut down or lay off employees. And so they want to ensure that uh, there's support services in place uh, through EI and other programs. Um, and so if you go to the Service Canada website, there's a number of programs that are available uh, for employees and employers to look at. Uh, and some of those have been enhanced. So a good example of that are some of the restrictions around self-employment. We have a lot of self-employed people uh, in downtown and previously they were not eligible for EI benefits, um, but those restrictions are being loosened. Um, also in terms of just business continuity, uh, obviously, there, there needs to be capital put into the system. So the federal government uh, in their initial relief package, was, which was I think was around $82 billion, 
um, a portion of that has gone towards, you know, just creating uh, additional uh, capital in the system uh, that banks can get out to businesses, to extension of loans and that type of thing. There's also been some restrictions put in place uh, so that um, residential evictions cannot occur during this time period. Um, so for people that can't pay their rent, uh, it's, it's not saying they won't have to make up that rent, but the, that they can't be evicted during this time. Uh, currently, that hasn't been extended to commercial properties, but that, that is something that is being actively discussed at the provincial level. So those are kind of a couple of examples. And so certainly we feel that the, that the, the levels of government have been very responsive. They're taking in a lot of information from a lot of groups, obviously both locally, provincially and nationally. And there seems to be a real recognition that um, these conversations need to be open. And a lot of it is about just generating ideas uh, and getting those directly in the hands of government. Um, and when government is moving really very quickly in terms of announcing some things, um, uh, they're, they're reserving the right to, to have further rounds uh, and, and improve and tweak those programs. I think the sense is government knows they need to be responsive. They're getting some stuff out now. They're still analyzing some things. Um, so if, um, if there's things that aren't being addressed at the moment, uh, hopefully they will be and can be in future rounds of announcements. Paul, can you talk about uh, commercial properties and uh, the ability to pay rent? Yes. Yeah, so in all the recent announcements, uh, both by the federal government and the provincial government, one of the pieces that we've identified that, that really is still lacking and is very urgent uh, is we have obviously in the downtown core and really throughout the city and throughout every town and, and city across Canada, uh, we've got commercials, particularly commercial ground floor businesses, restaurants, retailers, you know, spas, barbershops, um, that type of thing. Um, are, are either being forcibly closed or severely restricted or just not getting customers uh, because of the situation. And so these are businesses that, that live on pretty thin margins anyway. And so we've got this, this extreme situation that really has, has cut the revenues to, to near zero. Uh, and there's in a situation where in a couple of weeks from now, most of them will have to write a check to their landlord uh, for their rent and simply won't have the money to do that. And so there hasn't really been a lot in the way of specific programs. There's, there's some things, uh, obviously, that the governments have announced um, that will be helpful. Um, but, for instance, there isn't a moratorium on evictions. Uh, so some of the feedback we've been getting from our businesses, our members, is that you know, the landlords, landlords are telling them that if they don't pay the rent in a couple of weeks, um, they, could, they could be locked out. And so we've really um, put a call out to all levels of government to say we, we need to address this issue specifically, and there needs to be a couple of things done. One is looking at the potential of having a moratorium like the residential moratorium stating that commercial landlords can't evict uh, tenants. Um, also recognizing that uh, even though there's some great access to, to additional capital, a lot of these businesses are, are frankly up to their ears in debt as it is. And so, you know, a simple matter of deferral or saying the bank maybe will lend you some more money. In a lot of cases, these businesses are having trouble getting through the banks uh, or not getting those additional loans. You simply can't take on additional debt. Uh, and there needs to be a recognition, I think, that these businesses aren't going to have any revenue for the next couple of months. Um, but at the same time, these are the very businesses that really are the lifeblood of our economy uh, in many ways, not the least of which is psychological. And so how do we get these businesses to be able to actually look at some sort of waiver for their rent over a couple of months? Uh, how, can, how can commercial landlords take on that? They have their own bills to pay. They, of course, can access mortgage. But uh, really what we're turning our mind to is the idea of maybe there's some kind of grant program or property tax tax deferral program, something that can inject um, direct savings to these businesses that really lets them survive for at least a couple of months. Um, and so there's there's quite a bit of work I think, being done on this at the provincial and uh, at the city level. 
and, and some at the federal level as well, uh, but no concrete um, programs that we've seen yet. Um, and so really our message is we're, we're happy to put some ideas together. We have put some ideas together that are that are currently being shared, you know, with economists and groups like the Halifax Partnership and the Chamber of Commerce and, and government directly. Uh, but there's a real urgency around this because there is a real fear from a number of businesses that, you know, they've got two weeks um, in their space and they may be locked out after that, uh, which which isn't going to be good for anybody if that happens on any sort of scale. So uh, there needs to be some more urgency put to that. So this working group, the Economic Council, will be working continuously on that until there's some resolution. Yes, it was a real uh, it was a real focus of our call today. Uh, and again, it's it's not. I mean, all these all these matters are urgent. Uh, I think that that initially what the levels of government looked at were you know how to look after individuals, so the, the changes to the EI program and, and some of those things to help uh, to help with employers and some of the larger scale um, operators. Um, but it's it's this um, you know it's, it's these smaller commercial enterprises stores and restaurants um, that, um, you know, right now I think there's some urgency to, to figure out how to deal with their pro, with their challenges uh, over the next couple of months in particular. So, yes, I, my understanding is that that is being actively worked on at, at multiple levels, and so we're, we're going to have further conversations, but hopefully some announcements uh, that will address that in the very near future. Okay. So this working group doesn't really have a website or anything like that because it's just been formed recently, uh, but it is uh, spearheaded by the Chamber of Commerce, the Halifax Chamber of Commerce. Uh, but if uh, members want to know more about this um, or have questions about this group, can they email you? Absolutely. So uh, if you go to the Halifax Chamber of Commerce website, there is a, a page on there which lists the different organizations that are actively part of the group. And so what what some businesses may find is they're a member of multiple organizations. So, for instance, if you're a restaurant downtown, you're, you're automatically a member of Downtown Halifax Business Commission. You may also be a member of Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia who are involved in here as well. So I'd say take a look at that group and see what who your advocates are maybe on there. But certainly any any business can, can contact me directly uh, at paul at downtownhalifax.ca. Um, and we're also, or one of my roles is to um, is to coordinate with the other business commissions across Nova Scotia. So as you can appreciate, it, it's a pretty large group on the call. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of individuals that probably should be on the call, but just feasibly, logistically, you can't have a conference call with with 500 people on it. So uh, one of my roles is to is to speak on behalf of the business commissions on the call um, and then share all the information uh, with them as well and, and provide all their feedback uh, into the group too. Okay. Great. Thank you, Paul. Uh, and thanks for all that information. And you can always email Paul at paul at downtownhalifax.ca. And you can also follow Paul McKinnon on Twitter at downtownpaul. I want to remind our listeners that we are recording on Monday, March 23rd, and I just wanted to uh, restate that the province has declared a state of emergency. So that means that police are now authorized to enforce orders under the Protection Act related to self-isolation and social distancing and can issue summary offense tickets to people not adhering to those orders. Mm -hmm. So that is pretty serious. Um, Mm -hmm. They are going to enforce no gatherings more than five people, and that will affect businesses and individuals in the city Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the province actually Um, I'm just going to go through a few more of these uh, rules and regulations that uh, have or measures that have come through uh, since yesterday's announcement from the province so any workplace or business that is not deemed essential uh, can remain open as long as two meters or six feet uh, distance can be maintained 
Uh, I just mentioned that the police can authorize and enforce orders under uh, the Health Protection Act. If Nova Scotians and businesses do not practice social distancing and self-isolation, they will face fines of $1,000 for individuals and $7,500 for businesses. Mm -hmm. Multiple fines can be given each day um, to an individual or business failing to comply. Uh, Police can also enforce offenses under the Emergency Management Act. For example, fines for changing, charging higher or fair market prices for goods and services. So please um, be aware of that, businesses downtown. So, um, yeah, so hopefully everybody will be adhering to this um, because it is a state of emergency. Uh, There are several groups who are essential and exempt from uh, gathering limits. They include, but not limited to, grocery stores, gas stations, and pharmacies. Uh, If possible, one person per family should be designated to do these tasks, you know, to to run those errands. Mm -hmm. Uh, Restaurants are restricted to takeout and delivery orders only. Uh, All drinking establishes, wineries and distillery tasting rooms and craft tap rooms uh, must close. And uh, private liquor stores can operate but uh, they and they can still sell their products from their storefronts. Casinos are closed, and uh, bar owners are can no longer operate VLTs. Personal services like hair salons, barbershops, spas, nail salons, and body art establishments must close. All fitness establishments like gyms must close. Dentists can no longer practice dentistry in their offices unless they deem it necessary to perform an emergency dental procedure in the best interest of the patient's health. But we also do want to uh, emphasize that these are some of the things that we want to say to the public, you know, to really support downtown Halifax mm-hmm. businesses, right. uh, purchase gift cards now mm-hmm. to use later, uh, order takeout via phone or online as much as you normally would, or even more to support the businesses. Uh, many restaurants are offering discounts on takeout and offering free deliveries, so just check in advance. Uh, many food establishments are no longer accepting cash, so be aware of that if you are picking up. Most retailers have an online uh, web store or retail presence, so shop online whenever possible. And some retailers are offering free delivery. Uh, Some businesses are offering online classes and workshops to remain connected to the community. And uh, so just whenever possible, shop online and support the businesses Mm -hmm. downtown. Uh, Elena is going to be talking about what's open. And Mm -hmm. we do have a web page dedicated to that. So do you want to go through that, Elena? Yeah, so I'm just going to quickly review some businesses that are open in downtown Halifax and also open online for business. Uh, you can find this list at downtownhalifax.ca slash open. Again, we recorded this on March 23rd, and with the situation changing so quickly, this list is a continuous work in progress. And we are doing our best to keep it up to date, but there could be information that may no longer be current. So if you do see anything on this page that needs to be updated, or if your business is not on the list and you would like it to be, please email communications at downtownhalifax.ca. Again, that is communications with an S at downtownhalifax.ca. So I'm just going to run through the list quickly. I'm not going to go into all the details because there are still quite a few businesses that are open. Um, So just quickly, again, uh, I would call ahead or check online um, just to confirm that this is still, these businesses are still open. So food and beverage establishments that are open right now for takeout, pickup and delivery sales um, include a Frit restaurant, which is on Lower Water Street, uh, Boneheads Barbecue. Uh, Boston Pizza, downtown Halifax, that's located on Granville Street. Brada Jamaican Jerk Joint is still doing uh, takeout and delivery. Uh, Cabin Coffee is still open. 
Economy Shoe Shop is doing uh, takeout and delivery. Els Bistro is available by takeout. Gangnam Korean Barbecue. Garrison Brewing uh, has takeout and phone and orders. Julep. Camoon. Uh, Meza Lebanese Kitchen. Morris East. Uh, Piatto Pizzeria. Pizza Girls and Catch Seafood, which is together and they are on uh, Grafton Street around Pizza Corner. Roll It Up. Um, which is on Brunswick Street, Rudy's Catering. Uh, they are still open and doing online pickups. Um, Rogova's Pizza, which is, I guess, semi-new to downtown Halifax on Blower Street. Sea Smoke, which is on the waterfront. Sicilian Pizza, Smoke's Patinery, Stillwell Bar, Sweet Tea House, Cafe Teaki 52, Calais Thai, The Middle Spoon, The Pint Public House, uh, Verano Food Purveyors, World Tea House, they're all still doing um, ordering. You can either uh, pick it up at the curbside or pre-order online, and some of them are even delivering. So food and beverage establishments that are closed but offering online purchases, Bird's Nest Cafe, you can purchase gift cards and coffee beans. Um, They're on their website for local delivery. You can call and order your coffee beans. Del Maurizio Fine Dining, you can buy gift cards on their website. Highwayman Restaurant is also selling gift cards. Uh, the Ville Caffeine Bar is selling gift cards, and Weird Harbor Espresso Bar are selling gift cards. So right now there are some retail shops that are open. Uh, because of the new state of emergency, they are restricted to only having five people in their space at a time. So um, before you venture out, I would just call ahead and make sure you know what their restrictions are. So the Boardroom Game Cafe, their cafe is closed, but they are open for retail sales. Um, with some modified hours. They're just open between 12 and 5 p.m. Uh, Drala Books, you can do a virtual tour actually through Messenger of Drala Books and they can also deliver products. Uh, K. Penton Gallery is open by appointment only. Maps and More, which is on Lower Water Street in the Summit Place, is uh, open by appointment only. Taz Records, they have modified hours um, and their inner door is locked, but you can knock and they're letting up to four people in at a time. Or you can call and have your order delivered. Uh, Twisted Willow Flowers and Gifts, they're closed to foot traffic, but they're available to fulfill orders online or by phone. Scotia Square, the mall itself is still open. A lot of the stores are closed, but their food, some of their restaurants are still open in the food court. They're takeout only. Um, and Lawton's Drugs is also open because it's a pharmacy and they have adjusted hours. So just check that out before you go in. Strangers Ventures is uh, open as of now and they're offering delivery with HRM. Venus Envy also has modified store hours, and they are also offering local, free local delivery. And then in terms of retail sales or retail shops offering online sales only, there are quite a few businesses that have online uh, presence, have an online presence so you can order online, and also a lot of businesses that are getting online because of this. So I'm just going to quickly run down this list. I'm not going to go into all of them because there's quite a few, um, but you can look on our page. Again, it's downtownhalifax.ca slash open to get this full list. So just quickly, Alexa Pope is online, Argyle Fine Art, Canuck Trading, Cool as a Moose, Drala Books and Gifts, Flower Child, Frida Fine Jewelry, Inkwell Boutique, King's Pair Vintage, Life Salon Spa, Lisa Drader Murphy, Northern Waters Knitwear, Nova Scotian Crystal, Sailor Bops Barbershop, Skin Decision Jewelry Boutique, Sparkles and Sawdust, The Loop, Modern Fibercraft, and Urban Outfitters. So they're all selling so online, and I'm sure that there's even more than that, and we're continuing to add to this list. Um, so you can keep checking back on this list. And then finally, there's one other 
that is the 10 spot is also selling gift cards. Another list that we have is Halifax Retail, which is Arthur Gaudreau. He is doing a wonderful job of keeping track of all the restaurants in the HRM um, that are open right now. And that you can find that link online or on his website. It's covid19.retails.ca. And retails is spelled R-E-T-A-L-E-S. So he has over 300 listings on that, which is great. Um, and he also has a separate page on his website for businesses that you can purchase gift cards from. That URL is locallove.retails.ca. Again, that's retails with R-E-T-A-L-E-S. So those two pages um, are great resources if you want to check him out. So you can follow uh, Halifax Retails on Instagram and Twitter. It's just at Halifax Retails. And also, if you are a business and you're missing from his list and like to be included, you can submit a uh, form on his website or you can email him. It's just arthur at retails.ca. So thank you, Arthur, for helping all these businesses and keeping everything up to date. Uh, Craving Halifax is also keeping track of what's open and what's closed um, all across the city. And you can follow her on Instagram. It's at Craving Halifax. And again, just a couple other tips for helping small businesses. Ivy kind of touched on this already, but just some things I've been seeing is buy gift cards to use later, shop from small businesses online, call in your orders, check in with business owners and employees just to see how they're doing, pay with plastic, and remember if you're feeling sick, stay home, don't go out to the stores. And again, this webpage that you can get all this information from is downtownhalifax.ca slash open. And so this concludes our special DHVC COVID-19 episode of Downtown Lowdown. Again, for more information, you can also visit our website. Uh, that's downtownhalifax.ca. And we have a special COVID resource page. And that's downtownhalifax.ca slash COVID-19. And I do want to remind listeners that uh, we are recording this on Monday, March 23rd.